everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. My name is Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Cons. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about inflation uh, and specifically three things you can do to help cope with inflation. Uh, today is June 10th and uh, the, the inflation numbers came out today and they were a little bit higher than what the Fed was hoping it was going to be. And so we thought, you know what, let's, let's talk about inflation. Let's talk about how to cope with it. And uh, we're hoping the takeaways there has you think about it, right? I, I think a lot of people, I think they, they see inflation and see the cost of gas. And it's almost as if, well, can't do anything about it. And they just suck it up and pay it. And while you can't do anything about it, you do have to pay that price. There are things that you should be looking at in your personal financial situation. Yeah. I mean, the economists would say that uh, there's some elasticity in our demand and what are the substitutions you can make when we're taking a look at uh, you know various different things, whether it's uh, fuel costs or um, shopping or whatever else. So, so let's dive right into it. Let's, let's talk about number one here, Alex. So the first thing that a lot of people understand is if, we, if you have debt and that debt, the interest rate is variable, meaning it can go up and down. It's not locked in at one fixed rate and interest rates are going up, then right now is an ideal time to make sure that we're paying off the variable interest rate debt. Yeah. Paying down, paying off, off debt has become more important now, given the interest rate environment and it's largely being driven by inflation. Yeah. So interest rates are going up. This isn't to say, I know many of you are thinking, okay, well, my variable rate on my interest loan or my student loans, right? And that's a big figure, right? We're normally talking like six figures, maybe, you know, 100,000, $300,000 of student loan debt. That might not be the debt that you attack first. We're talking more around credit card debt um, and maybe lines of credit that are going up as well. And attacking the smaller debt is normally the better option because what you can do is as you're attacking, let's just say you've got a, a credit card with $3,000. You might think, well, if the credit card is one interest rate and you have this other card, let's just say you've got two credit cards. One interest rate is... 10, the other credit card is 12 or 14 or 20. Some people would say, okay, let's attack the higher interest rate first. And what we always suggest is take more of a snowball effect where you actually attack the smaller debt. This isn't all one size fits all, but sometimes you attack the smaller debt. And as that gets paid off, now you not only recapture the money that you're overpaying on that debt, but you're also recapturing what you were, the minimum payment that you were paying. And now you take that full amount and then go attack the other debt. Yeah, there's, there's, it depends on, you know, circumstances and, you know, make sure you're working with a professional or, or crunching the numbers yourself to try and figure out like what's the most efficient way. But absolutely, you know, the, the snowball effect that Ryan was just talking about can, can have a huge benefit in terms of, of getting a, that sense of relief of getting out from under it. But, but B, then having more cash flow to be able to attack the higher interest rate debt. Yeah, the, the takeaway from number one is the variable interest rates that you've got, those are the debts that you should, if you have the capacity to, those are the ones you should be addressing right now because of what's going on. And the, the paying down, paying off is one way, potentially restructuring or refinancing is another way. There, there's a host of different things 
none of this should be done without thought put to it, but make sure that you're addressing what your plan is and the, the recommendation is at this point, review all of the variable debts that you have and figure out what your plan is to deal with it. Yep. Which takes us to number two. And number two is, you know, kind of look at your finances and where you're spending money. This might sound like a budget talk. It's more around like, I don't know about you, Alex. I have a subscription to Peacock that I didn't know I was paying that I found actually like a month ago that I, I stopped paying because I don't remember the last. I don't know when I subscribed to Peacock, Peacock for one. I'm guessing there was one show that I had to watch. And so I subscribed right. to it for a month and forgot to unsubscribe. Thinking that you were going to like cancel the free subscription or the free exactly. trial or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And so how many of those might be in your current budget that you don't even realize you've got? Yeah. Well, and it's like, it, it used to be like, okay, we had one place that we would track stuff and like, you'd always just look at your credit card or your bank account or however it is that you're paying things. And now it's built into like your Apple pay or like we have a host of different locations that, that dollars wind up getting siphoned off of our, our balance sheet. And so it's, it's always wise to, you know, every once a quarter, once every six months, like review and look for some of these things that you have as subscriptions that you may not be using. Yeah. And it, we just went through like a quick line item on our credit card statement <clears throat> and we noticed Peacock and we're like, what is that? <laughs> right. So go through and look at that. You'd be surprised what you see that you've like somehow subscribed to, or maybe you've been buying as of late, almost out of habit and you actually never use it or it's not even that valuable right? It's just another way to, to keep yourself in check. And if possible, try and recapture those dollars and use them positively, not just, oh, hey, cool. I freed up $50 of subscriptions. Now I can go spend that 50 bucks. I, that's just going to get you back into the mode that you were in to try and systematically save those dollars, whether it's paying it down towards debt, building up savings, things of that nature. Absolutely. Which takes us to number three, Alex. Number three is specifically for naturopaths with inflation going on. Now is an ideal time to look at and review the model that you have, what you're charging your patients, how you're charging your patients. If you're going to go through a model change, doing it at a time when everyone is getting accustomed to prices changing and fluctuating and things of that nature. Now, a lot of the, the hangups that clients, patients, you know, folks have around changes, they're expecting it given that their haircut costs more, their groceries cost more, their gas costs more, they're expecting changes. And as a result, if you're going to go through a pricing model change, now is an ideal time to review that. Yeah. One of those, those models that are really coming out I don't want to use the word popular, but I'm hearing more and more of it. Matter of fact, we have several clients that, that have started to implement this is really kind of putting in a concierge type model. And so there, there's an extra fee essentially that certain clients are paying because of the services that you're providing. And what the conversation I had with this doctor just the other day, Alex, was they were getting compensated obviously by the insurance companies, right? For the, the standard stuff that, that their clients or patients were coming in to, for but they were having other conversations. They were doing other things for their patients that they weren't getting compensated for. 
Yeah, they were adding a tremendous amount of value without receiving any additional revenue. Exactly. So they've implemented this concierge service and they were just very transparent with their patients and said, hey, this is this is what the model looks like. If you would like that model, this is the fee. And so that's what they did. And they said like the vast majority of their patients didn't even blink an eye. Yeah. Right. And if you, and when you're that good of a doctor and you're, and your patients, you're getting a lot of value, that's going to happen. They won't blink an eye and, and it will be difficult. I'm not going to lie. Like Alex and I have gone through this in our thing, <laughs> right. In our, our service model, because it's not about, it's not about greed. It's not more about as, as you have more income coming in the door, it allows you to build your practice that much better to serve your patients better. That's what it's about. I, half the time when we've done gone through these changes, most of the time, like the responses that we get are like, oh, cool. You're doing that. Awesome. Thank you. Right. And, and because they're, they're seeing the value that is being created and seeing the additional things that we're able to, to do for, for clients. Um, and so that winds up being a value add as opposed to, and that they're you know, most of the time they're happy to pay for what, like what we're doing. So, yeah. So this, this third one, you know, I know we're talking about because of inflation right now, but this is something you should really be looking at. I would say annually and really look at, okay, what is it you're charging? Are you getting compensated appropriately for the value that you're bringing? And hint, the answer is no, you're being undercompensated for what you do. Most of the time, like your patients will honestly tell you that's, that's the greatest thing about it is if your patients say, no, I'm not paying the extra money, then you weren't bringing the value. It's, it's going to tell you, but I mean, most of the time when, when we do this, not even most of the time, every time we've raised our rates and looked at stuff like this, most everyone says, yeah, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's scary having that conversation. Not going to lie about that. Like it's, <laughs> it's not, you know, it, it's awkward and it's for the betterment for the client or your patient. Absolutely. Which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Our question today is how have you adjusted your finances, both personally and in your practice in the, fl- in the face of inflation that we're experiencing? So head over to holistic-finance.com and there's a spot for you to answer that question. If you have any other questions or anything, other topics on your mind that you'd like for us to talk about on the, on the episode, that's a great spot to also reach out to us there. As always, we hope this episode was valuable and Mr. Collins, make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. 
please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201, phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives at the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 1531942, CA Insurance License Number 0K24924, Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Pinpoint number 2022-140333, expiration June 2024.